0: Chapter Six of the Social Settlement Movement in Chicago, by Josephine Hunt Raymond. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Chapter Six, Maxwell Street Settlement. The ghetto of the city of Chicago may be found in parts of the 19th, 7th, and 8th wards. It walked through an area of about a square mile between Polk Street on the north, Blue Island Avenue on the west, 15th Street on the south and Stuart avenue on the east reveals all the characteristic features of life and customs among the poor say perhaps that hebrew signs are everywhere the dry goods stores display the cheapest wares products of the sweaters trade the dwelling houses either wooden shanties brick tenements or rear tenements are frightfully unsanitary and in almost every instance overcrowded the religious conservatism of the jews has made them difficult to reach except through the philanthropic of their own race relief work has been successfully carried on by the united hebrew charities through whom employment has been provided and suffering during hard winters has been mitigated the jewish training school gives industrial training to nine hundred students who in the light of modern pedagogic methods will be too many degrees in advance of the present generation as regards liberality of religious thought and a higher standard of living through the medium of the social settlement the jewish quarter referred to is being reached and benefited probably no more effective work is being done in an educational way than in the maxwell street settlement for the reason that the social and educational are skillfully blended and while receiving instruction the people of the community are unconsciously being lifted to an appreciation of and a desire for a higher plane of living. The Maxwell Street Settlement came into being when, at the suggestion of a rabbi, two young Jews, college men, rented a house on Maxwell Street, in the heart of the ghetto, and began their work of education. The people responded readily to the kindliness and sympathy of the residents, and eagerly joined the classes formed for their benefit. The population immediately surrounding the settlement is almost exclusively composed of Russian Jews employed during the day as peddlers, tailors, cigar makers, or clerks in department stores in Chicago. There is only one night school in the ward. The overcrowded condition of the classes at this school and the general desire of the working men and women of the community to acquire some knowledge of the elementary English branches led to the evening classes at the settlement the residents with a few other jewish assistants gave instruction in english reading spelling and writing as german was very generally spoken a class in german was started and short german sentences were translated into english and english sentences into german the number of each class was restricted to twenty a limitation which resulted in close social relations between teachers and students three boys and three girls clubs were organized with a total membership of eighty-five the object being a knowledge of good juvenile literature fifty young men who were too old for admission to the boys clubs banded together and formed the united american educational club probably the most notable of the many organizations of the settlement the members of the united american educational club are all members of the cigar makers union and are among the most intelligent and progressive Jews in the community. After fitting up club rooms nearby, the members of the club organize three classes, each meeting three times a week under the leadership of the residents of the settlement. Some of the members are learning to read, some to write, some to speak English. One class reads as a textbook in English newspaper. Frequently classes spell down, every effort is made to prevent the work from assuming an institutional form. It is natural that minds wearied by the harsh task which the day's struggle imposes upon them should be ill fitted to receive even the most elementary education if offered in a heavy form. A popular line of study at the Maxwell Street settlement is that of literature. One class which had read Irving's sketchbook attended in a body Rip Van Winkle, as played by Joseph Jefferson. Shakespeare's plays have been made vivid in the same manner. The leaders of the classes have in such cases accompanied their pupils to the theatre, and a meeting subsequent to the theatre evening guided them in intelligent and critical interpretation. Boys and girls who aspire to business positions are admitted to classes in civil government, in bookkeeping and arithmetic talks on commercial practices are given and some of the fundamental laws of commerce explained a good deal of sound teaching on right business relations accompanying the technical training the question what shall the girls read is being answered by the work of the girls home culture club about twenty working girls from seventeen to twenty-two years old are being directed in their reading by an able teacher who gives informal talks on the choice of books and aids in the interpretation of the best english novels not viciousness but ignorance is the explanation of so much time being wasted on pernicious literature a taste for good literature once formed there is little danger of relapsing into trifling enjoyments the home culture club does a double work meetings are held at the homes of the members who take great delight in making their humble living rooms bright for the occasion homemaking comes to be a part of the educative processes of the club, with its resultants of neatness, friendliness, and hospitality. As in the other settlements, there are a reading room in a small circulating library. The residents do not rest with this. They carefully explain the technicalities of the substation of the city library situated a few blocks from the settlement. This is much more important than appears on the surface many working people have never seen the inside of a library and perhaps never will simply because they do not know the ins and outs of procuring books which they in their simplicity imagine to be much more complicated than they in reality are there is only one instance where the maxwell street settlement teaches the fundamentals of life and social customs too many things are taken for granted with the uneducated intellectual and moral blindness are not confined to asia and africa labor employed in a few of the thoroughfares of chicago would be quite as productive as that lavished on the other side of the world in missionary enterprises chapter six